0: You say we stand up one more time. Praise the Lord. Now <clears throat> look at the one next to you and say you're looking good tonight. Give a high five to the one next to you and say he's going to be good tonight. I'm expecting something good tonight. Praise the Lord. And I'll tell the one behind you, I love you too in the Lord. Amen. All right. You got your bibles tonight. Say thank God I'm saved. Say, thank God I'm saved. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. And I can have what it says I can have. I boldly confess, my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. Come on now, I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Be it unto you according to your faith. You'll never be the same. I want to believe that you're going to get a word from the Lord tonight in, in uh, this message that will help you in life. Now how many believe here that you've been called, listen to me now, to be a leader? Not necessarily a preacher, not necessarily uh, you know a statesman or, or a congressman. I'm talking about just a leader in the body of Christ, to lead people. Lead them into salvation, lead them into victory, discipleship classes, teach a Sunday school class, uh, whatever. We're to be leaders, amen? Not just followers, we're to be leaders. And we lead by example. Look, listen to me now, people are watching you. People, you say, I'm a Christian, I love the Lord, and people are watching you. They, they, there's many people that really need a move of God in their life. They need somebody they can follow and look after and say, man, he's a good example, she's a good example. So praise God, you need to get it in your heart that we are to lead. And one of the areas we're going to talk about tonight, how do you spell lead? L-E-A-D. What is the L in lead? Well, tonight we're talking about faith. And that is faith to love. Do you know that faith is given to us for a reason? It isn't so we can say, glory to God, I'm a, I'm a man of faith. Or I'm a part of a word church that's full of faith. You know, it, it, faith has been given to us by God. Amen. The measure of faith has been given to every person on the face of the earth. Listen, and it's activated when the gospel is preached. And people just automatically, when they hear the word of God being preached about salvation and Jesus dying for them, many people just want to respond and say, Amen. You know, if atheists out there, I heard a guy say that, atheists out there, you know, they say they don't believe in God. But really, the, the, the Bible says that if you just look outside tonight and see all the thousands and millions of stars out there, you look at the creeks and the valleys and the mountains, how could you not see the handiwork of God? But see, faith has been given to us. And once we become a child of God, we, 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 we are saved by, by grace through the operation of faith. Amen? But faith has been given to us to do great things. One is to love people. You've got to have faith to keep loving people. Come on. You have to have the faith of God to love people with the agape kind of love. I mean, the natural love just really won't, 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 won't do the job. And we, we're talking about tapping into an agape love on the inside of us. Look in Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. So we're going to talk about faith tonight to lead. And one of them is, the L is faith to love people. How many know that people really are what it's all about? Loving people. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So God loves people and we need to love people. Now in Galatians chapter 5 verse 6, it says in the Amplified Bible, it says, for if we are in Christ Jesus, are you in Christ Jesus tonight? You know you're saved, amen. It says neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but listen. But only faith, only faith activated and energized and expressed, listen to me now, and working through love. Can you say amen? So, so thank God for the love of God, but faith works by love. It's activated. Come on, our faith is activated by the love of God. The love of God. Look in Romans 5.5. 5, Romans 5.5 5, 5, again in the Amplified. It says this. In verse 5. Such hope never disappoints. Or deludes or changes. For God's love has been poured out into our hearts. Through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So how many we know the love of God has been shed abroad or poured out into your life? So when we receive Jesus, you know, we wonder, wow, the miracle that takes place in our heart. You know, we're made alive and all of a sudden spiritually we begin understanding the Bible. We begin understanding the will of God for life. We, we begin looking at the Bible instantly and things are different. Amen? Because we're alive unto God. We're alive unto God. But you know something? What's really awesome is the love that God pours out. Because God is love. Listen, God's nature is love. When God comes into you, something changes. I'm telling you right now, you can't be a hater anymore. All of a sudden, you begin loving people. That you maybe couldn't love before. Amen? But I know we're going to keep loving. <laughs> Look at Romans 5.8. Romans 5.8 says, But God shows, listen, and cleverly proves his love for us. By the fact that we were still sinners, Christ the Messiah, the anointed one, died for us. How many know Jesus is our example? I mean, if Jesus loved us when we were so ungodly and so unlovely and such sinners, amen? We were so lost, without God, without hope, maybe even cursing God, but God loved us anyhow. How many know that's incredible? I'm talking about incredible, agape, God kind of love that can love people for being so ornery. Amen? Amen. Ephesians chapter 5. Just go, be, bear with me. We're, about, we're talking about using our faith to love people. Faith has got to be for something. It's more for just getting yourself a Cadillac. That's not really, God did so I'm going to give you faith to so you get yourself a Cadillac. Faith, Faith is to win souls. Faith is to believe the promises of God in our life. Amen? Faith is to be able to have victory in our life. And help people win more souls. Yes, he wants to supply all our needs. Yes, he wants to give you the desires of your heart. That's part of it. But if you seek first, first, the kingdom of God, then all the things in life we need, praise the Lord, will be added unto us. Amen? Therefore, in in chapter 5, verse 1 in Ephesians, in the Amplified, therefore, listen to this, be imitators of God. Boy, I tell you, we could, we could try to imitate. You know, there's preachers out there that, that boy, they graduate. They, they want to walk just a certain way. They want to hold the Bible just a certain way. They somehow, you know, like one preacher said last night when he first got saved, he wanted to be like R.W. Shambach, Man, he was going to be a tent revivalist. He tried to talk just like Brother, Brother Shambach. You ain't got no problem at all. All you need is faith in God, you know. And, and you know, and you'll see different, you know, trying to imitate different people. But listen, we just need to be ourselves. God loves you just like you are. You you, and all of us are special to God. We're unique, every one of us. We each got our own DNA. I was sitting at a stop sign last night, and you should see, I mean, the traffic was so heavy in, 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 in Columbia, Missouri, that we just couldn't get out there. I mean, there was hundreds of cars coming, and every face that went by, every one of them were different. I've been getting millions of people look different in this world. Millions of people. God is so Incredible. I mean, people look so different. Isn't God good? What has that got to do with the message? Probably nothing, but it's still good. Amen. Verse 1 says, therefore be imitators of God. Yeah, we want to copy the Lord, don't we? Copy Him. Follow His example. Why? Because God's got it together. How many know God's a good God? Come on, we can be good then. He's a compassionate God. We can be compassionate. Amen. He come to do the Father's will, not His own will. So we can do that. Amen. So we want to copy Jesus. We want to be imitators. But look what it says here. Follow his example. As well-beloved children imitate their father. Listen, and walk in love. Look at this. And what was it he said? And walk in love. Walk in love. Esteeming and delighting in one another. Help me out tonight. Did you hear what it just said right there? Esteeming. (laughs) Caring about each other. Come on, that's the love of God. I mean, church should be a place where you come, where you feel the love. Come on, you feel the love. You you feel needed. You feel cared about. You feel like people are going to pray for you when you're going through something. That's what church should be. I feel love there. Why do you go to church? I feel the love. How many know know what I'm talking about? How many want to be loved? Need to be loved? So that's what we're to be imitators of Jesus. Jesus loved people. And I'll tell you what, his love was incredible. His love was deep. Man, he loved people when they're unlovely. And you know, some of his disciples decide to act like Jesus. Who was stoned to death? Who was stoned in the Bible? Stephen. He acted just like Jesus. What did he say? Forgive him. Amen. They don't know what type of spirit's moving these people. If people just knew what it meant to be a child of God, amen, it's so awesome to be saved, isn't it? But we're to walk in love. Look what it says. Esteeming and delighting in one another. God's creations. As Christ loved us and gave himself for us. A slain offering and a sacrifice to God for you. For you. How many know he did it for you and I? I mean Jesus died, shed his blood. Shed his blood, became the supreme sacrifice for you and for me. You're special unto God. He's got a great plan for your life. You've been anointed. You've been endowed with special gifts and abilities. Come on. To, to reach out to people, to help people, to pray for people, to be there for them. Amen. To, all of us can assemble together. Assemble together like we are tonight. Throughout this ministry, people are assembling together. Some are teaching. Some are helping. Some are changing diapers. Some are running a sound equipment. Amen. And, and we've all assembled together to sing, to worship. And use our gifts. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Oh, just think about the greater one that lives on the inside of you. Amen. Hallelujah. The love of God. God is love. Verse 14 in the Amplified says, For the love of Christ controls and urges. Does the love of Christ control you tonight? Are you moved by compassion are you moved by the force of love where you're loving people, you're caring about people, you, you pray for people, you think beyond, come on, you think beyond the box, you think beyond yourself and your family. To That's why I believe you're here tonight, because you're thinking beyond yourself. Can you say amen? How many there's people in here tonight that need to be encouraged, that need to be prayed for? Amen? It says here in verse 14, For the love of Christ controls and urges and impels us. Because we are of the opinion and the conviction that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all, so that all those that's you and I who live might live no longer to and for themselves, but to and for him who died and was raised again for their sake. Amen. Looking over in first John chapter four. First John chapter four, listen. I believe it was Anthony Lepardo today out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's an that's a area director in Tulsa. Uh, uh, and uh, he said, if we could just somehow get a revelation of uh, the price that was paid for you and I to go to heaven. For the price that was paid, the blood that was shed, the agony, the, the price that was paid for you and I to be saved. You ever thought about that for a minute? You're not going to hell anymore because of Jesus, his obedience. Amen? Amen. He did it all for you and I. That's love. He looked past our problems. He looked past our sin. He looked past all that stuff, and he's seen us being saved and being used for him. Amen? Amen. Co-labors with the Lord. And uh, 1 John chapter 4 says, Beloved, Beloved, let us love one another. Amen? I'm in King James right now. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. Now we're talking about an agape kind of, the God kind of love. That sees past people's mistakes. The kind of love that's kind. 1 John chapter 4 verse 7. Yes. 1 John. 1 John. Not John, but 1 John. Let's love one another. It says, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth. Notice the word loveth. How many know that's an action verb? You say I love. But you got to love it. <laughs> Amen. That love is to be, is to be used. Amen. We're to, we're to express the love of God. We're to demonstrate. How many of God demonstrated his love for us? So we need to demonstrate the love of God to people that are hurting. People that need to know they're forgiven. People that need to know it's okay. Amen. It says. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love. Not that we love God. Listen. But God loved us. He loved us. And sent his son to be the perpetuation or the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Switching it over into the amplified verse 11. Beloved. If God so loved us, I underlined this. I, I highlighted this. If God so loved us so very much, we ought to love one another also. I said God loved us so very much. Can you say amen? And I, I tell you this, if, we, uh, if God did not spare his only son, how will he not freely give us all things in Jesus' name? Amen? He's holding nothing back you know there's people there's ministers in in the United States that would have left the ministry today and yesterday in the tune of 1,500 250 plus a week abandoned the ministry because somehow they fell out of love loving people they may say well I don't love the ministry anymore it's too hard I've been too hurt I've been too offended I've been too abused well the devil wants to do that to ministers so they'll forsake their calling and the anointing but you know something we can't fall out of love we gotta keep loving people I said we gotta keep loving people we have to stay in faith about this thing amen we gotta keep loving the people I mean if you uh, you know uh, people one preacher said one time it'd be great to be a pastor if there wasn't any people you know no we gotta we gotta love each other amen God's got a plan for us to love each other And forgive each other. God's got a plan for there to be unity in the local church. And harmony. And good works going on. And caring for each other. How many know that prayer works real good? Well, there's a lot of love. Come on. How many know souls get saved? Well, there's an anointing. Well, there's a lot of love in it. Amen? So we've got to walk. We've got to walk in the love of God. And we have to be growing, of course, in that love. Amen? There's plenty of opportunities to love people. Can you say amen? amen? Plenty of opportunities to, to love pr- people. Uh, but we have to love people by faith. Because people are the object of God's love. How many parents had to love your kids by faith sometimes? they, You know, sometimes they act unlovable. But you keep loving them. I'm sure well, it hasn't been that way in this church. But I'm, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, right? No. Uh, uh, We've got to keep loving people. You listen. People... Abandon their post. Abandon serving in the body of Christ because of offenses every day. I mean, I'm in the ministry, so I hear it. You see what I'm saying? We've got unity in this church. Can you say amen? We have harmony. We have the love of God. And there are always going to be people... Listen to me now, because I was through a seminar all all these last few days and heard a lot of preachers preach. And uh, there are always going to be people coming to churches that can't hook up with the vision of the local church. Especially in the day that we live in. This is a Bible church. This is a word church where we preach the word of God. Now hold that thought there because it has something to do with the message, but not everything. Look at me, hold your place there, and look at me real quick in Second Timothy chapter 4, and I'll show you what I'm talking about you know, I, I heard this week how that seeker-sensitive churches came into being in the last few years. I was wondering how that happened. And, and, and today they're saying, seeker-sensitive, the ones that actually helped pioneer some of these, they're saying, we've got to get back to the Word of God. We've went so far away from the Word, we got into feelings. We got into making people feel good. We're not even preaching the Word anymore. Because you know what they did? I didn't realize that. They went around America a group of people and went to people they just met on the street all over America and say what would you like to see in a local church one person said no more than 10 minutes of preaching we don't 12 minutes Okay, no more than 12 minutes of preaching that would be plenty now this is the truth this is coming from the people that are now repenting for even getting into some of these secret sensitive churches where you can hardly get saved, you can hardly find healing, you can hardly find the word, they hardly use any scriptures at all. And here's what I'm saying. And what was another one? Another, another one I request would be in, a, in, in the perfect secret sensitive church is you'd never talk about money. The other thing would be is you wouldn't talk much about the blood of Jesus. That offends people. Nothing about sin. Oh, nothing about sin. That makes me very uncomfortable. Listen. So now you know, now you know a lot of churches springing up around the country. People are flocking to these. I'll tell you why. Because it's very comfortable to live in sin in these churches. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Listen to me now. So, in Bible-believing churches, we preach the whole counsel of God. Not just about being saved and not just about being filled or healed or, or, or doing the works of Jesus and soul winning and serving and assembling together and using your gift and forgiving and loving. We preach everything in the Bible, not just a scripture. But listen to this. Because there's a lot of pastors in the country that have backed off because of pressure from people about preaching things that make people uncomfortable. People are taking anything about the blood of Jesus out of, of, of their singing and all that because that could possibly offend somebody. Give me a break. Listen to this. Here's what, here's what pastors are to be in verse 2, 2 Timothy chapter 2. I mean, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2 in the Amplified Bible. All right, you there? 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Herald and preach the word. Are you ready for it? How many will receive this tonight? Because we're going to give you right from the word. All right, here's what it says. There's pastors now. Keep your sense of urgency. Stand by, be at hand, and be ready. I'm ready. Whether the opportunity seems to be favorable or unfavorable, whether it's convenient or inconvenient to preach a message, whether it's, whether it's welcome or unwelcome. You as a preacher of the word, everybody say, preacher of the word, are to show people this really, the Lord spoke to me. Look, he said, look up that scripture. And that's why he said, I want you to keep preaching the word and have a standard and don't compromise the word of God. Here's what he says here. "As you as a preacher of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. Can somebody help me out here? Can you say amen at least? I said, can you say amen? amen. How, do you know why do we want to point people's problems out? To help them. Come on. How many want to point your children in the right direction? It would be like saying, No, I can never say anything to my children. Let them do what they want. Let them watch what they want. Go where they want. Do, drive. Do not Never attend church. Never. God, I wouldn't want to offend them. You know what I'm saying. But you as a preacher are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. And convince them though. Rebuking. Say, I can handle it. <laughs> How many know your pastor, if I ever rebuke you, it's in love? How many know that by now? Come on. Raise your hand make me feel good. If, 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 let me tell you this. If, if you were wrong about something in your life, and, and the path you got on, you, 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 took, you took the wrong turn, and that, that road was going to lead you down into misery and agony on end, and you know there would be, be some bad results. How many would want to tell you you're going on the wrong road? Amen? And as pastors, we want people to live the high life, the good life, walk in health and healing. So therefore, we can see many times that people are making wrong decisions. So, you know, and it says here, convince, rebuke, correcting, urging, warning, urging, and encouraging them. Everybody say encouraging. And uh, being unflagging and inexhaustible in patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not tolerate in sound and wholesome instruction, but having ears itching for something pleasing and gratifying, they will gather to themselves one teacher after another to be considerable number, chosen to satisfy their what? Their own liking, their own liking. and foster the what? The errors, the errors they hold. And will turn aside from hearing the truth, and wander off in the myths and man-made fictions. But look at number verse 5. It's for you be calm and cool. So I'm calm and cool tonight. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, listen. We need the word of God, the whole counsel of God, amen, to grow. And you know, how many know that if, that if there's strife, you have to deal with strife, amen? And if there's unforgiveness we, in our lives, we need to deal with unforgiveness and walk in the love of God. How many about got faith to love? So we've got to love by faith. How many know that faith, that love never fails? Love never fails. So we're going to walk in love. Amen? And, uh, but there are people, listen to me. I want to make sure you understood why I brought that up. There are people today that do not want to do the Word of God. Raise your hand if you understand what I'm talking about. They do not want to do the Word of God. And teaching messages about growing in Christ and living right and you know living in sin and and and, and ma- making the adjustment that's uncomfortable to some people because they don't want to stop sinning so there will be people leave good churches to go into dry churches because they don't want to hear a message about changing their life isn't that sad isn't it sad because I want to grow, I want all that God has for me. Can you say Amen? I want to do great things for the Lord. All right, so we're, we've got faith to love people. See, I'm going to keep loving people. How many know you will have your opportunities, <laughs> and you have to choose? How many know loves, love's not a feeling, love's a decision? We choose to love people, realizing that everybody makes mistakes. All right, look at me in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6. 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6. Say, I've got faith to love. All right, so stay in faith about that now. Keep loving people. Now we're going to talk about the, the E in leading people. We're leading by love. And we're also, the E is faith to stay encouraged in the hour we live. And God has given us faith. And God wants us to stay encouraged. How many know He doesn't want you discouraged? He doesn't want you to be oppressed. He doesn't want you to be stressed out or burnt out. He wants us to be happy. Come on. We, we need to be happy people. If you're not happy tonight, I'm just saying God wants you to be happy. Amen? Maybe you need to give yourself a little faith break and, and, and say, you know, Jesus loves me. He wants me to enjoy life. Amen? And uh, get yourself a cup of coffee and and, uh, go and sit out in the woods and say, Lord, I just thank you for your love and your creation. And I'm just not going to fall under this great stress and these trials that are coming against me. I'm not just going to, I'm not going to give up my joy. I'm going to keep the joy of the Lord. Because we're supposed to be happy people. It says in verse 6, David here (laughs) was, and you know the whole story, which we're not going to get into tonight, how Ziglag was attacked. But it said David, during this trial, was greatly distressed. the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and daughters. But David did something. Being a psalmist, being a worshiper, David encouraged himself in the Lord. How many know faith works a lot better when you're encouraged? Faith works a lot better. Prayer works a lot better. Everything works a lot better when you're happy. God doesn't want us to be depressed, overwhelmed, stressed out. God said, no, I've given you faith. Amen? Faith to believe. Faith to speak to that mountain of adversity. Amen? Believing in our heart and speaking with our mouth. That same spirit of faith. Amen? We believe. Amen? And we speak. So, here David encouraged himself in the Lord. You know, it takes takes faith to stay encouraged. Hmm? Hmm? How many have been any, through any trials in the last seven days? You, you've been through some kind of a little trial. <laughs> That's right. And how many of you got to have faith to stay encouraged? And you got you to, listen, you know, how many of we got ticks in Missouri? We got sugars in Missouri. And if a tick gets on you, I'm going to tell you right now, I like to shake those things off as quick as I can before they get in there. Amen? And you know, discouragement's the same way. You have gotta be careful. Don't let that discouragement kind of get on you. Start thinking about it, meditating on it. Pretty soon it gets in you, pretty soon you're speaking discouragement. Man, you gotta shake it off and say, David said, Man, I am not gonna be discouraged. I'm gonna encourage myself and I'm gonna go to God and find out what I need to do. He went to the Lord to go after him and pursue and recover all. He did it and they got it all back. Amen, but he got a word from the Lord. He stayed encouraged, encouraged. He stayed in faith so he could receive an answer from the Lord. It takes faith to see by faith, <laughs> the end result. It takes faith to see how many know faith can see. Yeah, faith can see it. I can see myself being healed. I can see myself overcoming. Amen. I can see myself paying all my bills by faith. I can see myself, I can see my kids serving the Lord. You can see by faith. Amen? So encourage yourself. See by faith coming through the trial you're going through right now. Come on, shake that discouragement off of your life because better days are ahead for you. Come on, better days are ahead for you. God's got great things in store for you it's in his word it's in his promise you lay hold of it amen you keep walking in love you stay encouraged you shake it off of your life the bible says happy are the people come on whose god is their lord go back to your relationship with the lord get in the face of god and worship him and receive strength from him he's your helper he's your deliverer he's the great i am can you say Amen? He is your strength. He is your joy. He's your rewarder. He's a rewarding God. He's a blessing God. He's a good God. He's an awesome God. God for me, not against me. The greater one lives on the inside of me. In the name of Jesus, greater than any problem we face, greater than any, any trial, greater than any depression. Greater. Than, some of you I know you're going through problems. God loves you. He's for you. You're going to come through it, but don't get discouraged. Because the Bible says without faith in the Lord, it's impossible to please Him. God says, act on the Word of God. Look unto me, the author and the finisher of faith. Don't look to this way. Don't. You know, we walk by faith. We walk by, not by sight. Forget about the feelings. Feelings are fickle. No, you, you walk by faith. Amen. Uh, look in James chapter James chapter 1, verse 2. James chapter 1, verse 2. James chapter 1, verse 2 in the Amplified Bible. You say, what do you do, Pastor? Well, when you're going through a trial in your life, you have to go to the Word. You have to believe the report of the Lord. That's what you have to do. You have to always go to the Word. That's where faith faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Faith is where God's Word is where our answers are. Consider it wholly joyful, my brethren. Whenever you're enveloped or encounter trials of any sort or even fall into various temptations, be assured and understand that the trial and the proving of your faith, listen to me now, the trial can easily bring out the worst in you, come on, or if you believe the report of the Lord, they'll bring out the best in you. They can bring out the best of you. You stay in faith. You don't give up. You don't cast away your confidence. This is the confidence that we have in the Lord. Not in the church. Not in a denomination. But in Jesus. This is the confidence in 1 John 5.14 that we have in the Lord. In the Lord. We have to turn to the Lord. Your faith is released. Amen. And we are looking unto Jesus. And it says right here. Be assured and understand, listen, that the trial and the proving of your faith bring out endurance. They're going to bring out the best in us. Come on, say, this trial, say this, this trial that I'm going through is going to bring out the best in me. The force of faith, the force of patience, the force of love, encouragement. And listen, you continue in that. Here's what what the end result is. And patience have full play. Come on, full play. And do a thorough work so that you may be people. Come on, perfectly and fully developed with no defects, lacking in nothing. How many know we're the head, not the tail, the Bible says? We're above and not beneath. We're the blessings of Abraham. Amen. We're redeemed from the curse of poverty, sickness, and eternal death. We're redeemed to the blessings. So, Keep marching off in faith. Amen. Stay encouraged in the Lord. All right. Look, look with me in, in one more in that. Just in fact right there. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15. Through him. Through Jesus. You got to have faith to stay encouraged. Well there's something we do. Let's constantly. Constantly. You ought to underline that. Not just now and then or when we feel the good about it. It says constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. Do you think that it felt good for Jonah in the midst of whale, in the midst of symptoms everywhere, seaweed wrapped around his head and right in the middle of the whale? He offered up a sacrifice of praise. What's amazing is the moment he did that, God spoke to that big fish and said, Head for shore. And Jonah jumped out of running and went and did the will of God. Come on. In the midnight hour of your life, you can either pout or you can shout. <laughs> Come on, stir up some joy tonight. Stir up some encouragement in your life tonight. God hadn't forgot about you. There's trials we go through. The enemy wants to destroy. Come on, he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He may do it, be trying that. And maybe you've had some loss in your life in some way. But let me tell you, God's going to make it up to you. You don't quit. You don't give up. There's some people that have quit, but we're not quitting. We're not of the quitting bunch. Come on, we haven't got no quitting sense, do we? Well, we're never going to quit. Why would we quit? Why would we quit? What, what would we go back to? We came out of that stuff. Come on, we come out of misery. We come out of uh, the miry clay. We come out of that stuff. Man, we're in the family of God. We're going to heaven. Jesus is our Lord. We have the blessed hope. The blessed hope is one day we're going to see all those that have went before us. Can you say amen? We're going to make it to heaven. We're not going to heaven. We're going to have all the blessings of God and the Lord Jesus Christ stand there and say, well done. You good and faithful, enter into the joys of the Lord. And by the way, your mansion's down there in 3rd Street next to Praise Avenue, amen. Because you didn't quit. Any old dead fish can float downstream, but it takes a live one to swim upstream. Be one of those live ones, amen. Count it all joy, constantly at all times, offer to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the what? Fruit of the what? Lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. How many of that worshiping is ascribing worth to the Lord? He's worthy. Come on. He's worthy to be praised tonight. It shouldn't take a lot for you to lift up your hands and say, Lord, you've been good to me. You've been good to me. You've been so good to me. You've forgiven me of all my sins. You love me even the hardest times of our life. You've forgiven me. You're for me. You're my my best friend, Jesus. You shed your blood for me. You held nothing back. You rescued me. I'm going to heaven. The precious blood of Jesus has totally cleansed my whole life. And now there's cleansing power in the blood of Jesus. Amen? So stay encouraged. And then we have the A in lead, which is this. Faith, listen to me now. Faith is an act. We're going to lead. We've got to be people that do more than talk about it. We've got to be more than people say it should be done. Somebody should reach those people. Somebody should drive that bus. Somebody should work in nursery. Somebody ought to clean this place. Somebody ought to reach out to those people in the nursery. Somebody ought to visit these people in prison. Somebody ought to do something. Listen, God's given us faith to more than just admire. He's given us faith to love people. He's given us faith to stay encouraged during the fight. And He's given us faith to act on His word and believe all of His promises. If God says it, I believe it. Come on. That's faith, isn't it? If God said it, I believe it. Somebody told me Jesus loved me. I said, okay, I believe that. Somebody said, you know, uh, Dan Olson, my brother, stood down. You know, you can be saved. I said, I believe that. You can be forgiven of your sins. Thank the Lord. <laughs> But you know something? God's given us faith. Amen? And he wants us to believe his word. Hebrews eleven six, 6, Without faith it's impossible. James 1, 22 says, We're to be doers. Come on. Doers, doers, doers. Doers of the word. Not just hearers. Deceiving your own selves. Faith is acting on the word. Write that down. Faith is acting on God's word. His promise. Faith has corresponding actions. Faith is acting like what? Faith is acting like God has told you the truth. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I said, I believe that. Jesus come into my heart. God kept his word. All of a sudden I had a miracle. I'm a new birth. I'm a new creature in Christ. These old things are passed away. I acted on his word. God says he loved me. He, want, he has a gift for me. He has this for me. I believed it and we have it. Amen. All of his promises are good. They're amen. Psalm 91. Oh, wasn't that good when Kathy Mink was here? on Sunday, and, and shared in Psalm 91. Look over there with me. <clears throat> I, I thought about this. Psalm 91, Well, you say, I'm a, I'm a, I believe in the Lord. I believe in His promises. Well, then you need to say something. Amen. Faith without corresponding actions. You say, no, I, I'm not going to tell you I love you. I'm just thinking I love you. No, you, you tell people you love them. Can you say amen? How would I know? How would I know? How would you know if I loved you, Paul, if I didn't say it? I said, Brother Paul, I love you. I appreciate you in the Lord. And, and I've got great confidence. God's doing great things. You, I believe in you. Right. And now he knows, doesn't he? Right. Yes. Now he knows. And, and uh, we, we need to act on the word. We need, we need to do what God says. He says, I will say of the Lord, verse 2. I will say of the Lord. He's my refuge. I said of the Lord this week, the angels of the Lord are around those driving in that van down to Texas. I text him during the night. Text Joe Wolf said, uh, I, and I couldn't text all of them, but I check, text some of them and say, now watch for each other, you know, be in prayer, amen, make sure one's awake and all that. But, you know, I let them know I loved them. I believe in, the, in, in all the interim, what they're doing. I just saw incredible joy and incredible anticipation what God is going to do with the young people in this church, amen. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge, my fortress, my God. Look at this, in him, in him will i trust and i will say i will say listen to me no evil shall befall me i will say his angels take charge and keep me in all my ways no evil will be no calamity so we will say thank the lord look at look at he goes on to say i'll deliver him he's my deliverer the angels of the lord make sure you don't leave home without releasing the angels around your car And around you and your family and loved ones. I'm convinced I'm alive uh, alive because of that accident. I I was within a split second of going into eternity. And even to this day it had to be angelic power that kept that big SUV from landing right on top of my car. Felt the glass, seen the blood on my windshield? That was pretty close. But God spared my life. Do you think I thanked him? Yeah, I thanked him. I thanked him all day long. I'm still thanking the Lord. Because I will say of the Lord, he protects me. I will say of the Lord, amen, he's my strength. He's my helper. I will say of the Lord, he's my deliverer, amen. And uh, it takes faith to stand up and minister for me when I don't feel like it. I had a super challenging day on Monday that's why you should keep your pastor in prayer, <laughs> you know, helping people and falling off a ladder into the bushes and having to throw the chainsaw, <laughs> and but just a whole lot of other things. And uh, but yet I knew I was going to be ministering the word of God to a lot of people on Tuesday morning. Do you think preachers always like to get up and preach? Do you think they? Uh, I should say they like to, but do do you think they always feel like it? No, they don't. <laughs> Amen. But what does feelings have to do with anything? I've heard great preachers say they never felt one bit of anointing when they were sitting down. Never felt one bit of anointing. But boy, they stood up and all of a sudden, they opened the Bible. <laughs> Woo! And, and they began to worship the Lord and the manifest presence of God. The anointing began to flow. Amen? It takes faith to act on the Word of God when you feel hurt. When you, when you feel pressure. But you know the Bible says we walk by faith. It didn't say we sit by faith. It says we walk by faith. Amen. The just shall live by faith. It takes faith to even tithe and give offerings in challenging times. It takes faith. But you know something? When you honor the Lord and you walk in obedience to the Lord and you sow seed, you know you're pleasing God. Every time you sow a seed in that offering, you're voting, you're, you're casting a vote. I talked to a preacher tonight, and uh, about this, and uh, he has guidelines for people being in the music ministry and this and this and that, and uh, you know, and, and, and he found out one wasn't tithing, so they're going to have to go ahead and and, and not let him be in the worship team because it'd be terrible to have a thief on stage. Don't look at me like that. How many believe in tithes here? Tithing, honoring the Lord with your tithe. You see what I'm saying? And, uh, uh, but, but I'll tell you what. you know, when, when Every time that I, I, I write my tithe out and give an offering, I'm saying, Lord, I love you so much. I honor you. You're first in my life. I'm saying I believe in everything this church preaches. I say I believe in the children's ministry. I believe in the busman. I believe in everything we're doing, so I'm going to support this ministry. Amen. Do you see what I'm saying? It's honoring the Lord. And, and, and not all that, uh, it, it's your insurance plan. Because the Bible says that God says, I'm going to rebuke the devourer for you when you honor me with my first... That's mine, he said. The, the tie belongs to the Lord. All the tithe belongs to the Lord. And when you come and worship... But it takes faith to do that. You know, I, I, we're, many of us are in the Lord and the church and for people jo- getting jobs and, you know, having income coming in and businesses increasing and all. How many are believing in faith for, for finances? Maybe yourself. Raise your hand so I, you, you all know what I'm talking about. Okay. But let me tell you this right now. The Bible says if you withhold, it tends to poverty. It takes great faith to keep honoring the Lord. I had somebody, I think it was the last Sunday, give me a Pentecostal handshake. You know what that is? That means they gave me some money. And I looked at it, and in comparison to how much money I need, it had to be just seed. That was a good amount. It was a $100 bill. Could I have used that $100 bill? Oh, about 100 places. But I looked at it. And instantly said, I'm going to give that to the Lord as seed. So I took an envelope put it in there as seed. Amen? Because I, I've got some harvest coming. Right. See, my obedience to the Lord, the Lord, the Lord prompted me to give that. So I want to follow the prompting of the Lord. I, I'm, not, I'm not going to operate in fear, I'm going to operate in faith. Faith's an act. So just keep, keep on acting on the word. Don't let fear get into your life. Amen? Faith will overcome any fear. Are we having fun? faith, hallelujah the last one I'll give you real quick real quick then, faith to lead the D, the D in lead is faith to keep dreaming don't let the devil steal your dream you say I've got a dream to get out of debt I've got a dream to have a baby I've got a dream to have a baby back there I've got a dream to have a baby All right, be good now keep looking up here I've got a dream to get a house. I've got a dream to go to the mission field someday and take a trip down. I've got a dream to do this or that. You know, the devil wants to steal the dream out of your heart. Amen? But you just, you, you know, don't let trials or circumstances or people that wrong you, don't become offended. You know, you just got to go ahead and make sure you keep dreaming. Amen? We've got to look to Jesus. In Hebrews 12, it says, looking unto Jesus. The the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy, come on, the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. He said, come on, let's run our race. How do we run it? Looking unto Jesus. Come on. How many know we'll get encouraged if we keep looking at Jesus? We, We use Jesus as our example. Aren't you glad he never quit, Brother Robert, on us? I'm glad Jesus never gave up on me. I said, I'm glad Jesus never gave up on me. He believes in you, amen? He's got a plan for you. And, he, and if, we, if we fall down, we're going to get rise up again, amen? It's through faith and patience we inherit the promises. Look at all the great heroes that ran the race. One day we're going to be able to see those great heroes like Smith Wigglesworth, John G. Lake, amen, John Wesley, and all these great heroes of the, Kenneth E. Hagin, all these. Uh, in, it says in Psalm 37, 4, Delight yourself, delight yourself, delight yourself in the Lord. And he'll give you the desires of your heart. Do you want something really cool in on? All right, stand up with me. Just to show you my intentions, I'm going to let you go. All right. Do you, you want a really awesome scripture? Do you know why that we can keep dreaming? Do you want to know why we can keep dreaming? I'll tell you why we can keep dreaming. And keep, keep wind in our sail. And have faith to keep believing. Listen to this. Do you know that faith is ageless? Do you know that faith has no limits? I mean, that which is impossible with man. Come on, is possible with God. But listen to this in Ephesians chapter 3. Yeah, Ephesians chapter 3. Here it is right here. In the Amplified it says, Now to him, Jesus, who by inconsequence of, by action of his power... That is at work within us. Listen to this. Is able to carry out his purpose. Do you want God's purpose carried out in your life? Listen to this. And do super abundantly. And do super abundantly. Listen to this. Far over and above all that we dare ask or think. Infinitely beyond our highest prayers. Think about that. God is able to do above our highest prayers. Can you imagine? Above our highest prayers. Above our highest desires. Above our thoughts, our hopes, or even our dreams. God is able to do all that according to the power that works on the inside of us. Never give up on your dreams. God has given you and I faith. God said, I will never overlook what you've done for me. God said, I am a rewarding God. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek the Lord. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on other people. Come on. How many know we've got faith to love people? Yes. We've got faith to stay encouraged during troubled times, times of great stress. We can encourage ourselves. David did. And God loves you and I just as much as He loves David. Faith is acting like God has told us the truth. It's doing the Word of God. We walk by faith, not by sight. We don't have to see it. We see things by faith. Some people say, "You mean you can believe something you can't see?" Oh yeah. Kathy Higgins said something. Have you seen your brains? You ever seen your brains? How many believe you got some? You don't have to see things to believe things. How many believe God in heaven is looking down on us tonight and loves us with an everlasting, incredible love? He cares for you. You're forgiven. Give yourself a break. You're unique. You're the apple of God's eye. He's for you, not against you. God's in you. Greater he than in you than he that's in the world. He's the Al Shaddai. He's Jehovah. He cares about you. He loves you. He's given you faith to run your race and achieve your goals on this earth. And his will in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Come on. Lift up your hand to the Lord tonight and thank him for his goodness. Thank him for his mercy. Hallelujah. Goodness and mercy. Follow us Hallelujah. hallelujah thank you for father the dreams and visions that you've given your people father we have faith to believe that all of your goodness and all of your favors and blessings lord you're a rewarding god a blessing god a loving god a forgiving god a cleansing god and we thank you lord that it's an honor to stand here tonight and worship you and thank you tonight father oh to know the lord to know him and the power of his resurrection to know the lord Know that he loves you. Know that he cares for you. Knows he's going to help us in times of trouble. Call upon me and I'll answer you. And show you great and mighty things that you know not, says the Lord. Come on, call upon the Lord and tell him you love him. Thank you, Lord. Do your will in our lives. We yield ourselves to you, Lord. Your will be done, not our will. We surrender our hearts. We surrender our lives tonight to you, Jesus. We know you love us more than anybody on the face of this earth. You love us, Lord. You've got a great plan for our life. We yield ourselves, great Holy Spirit, to hear the voice of God. Take time to get in the Lord's face and say, I love you, Lord. Help me. Show me what to do. The Lord will show you if you give Him time. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Thank you, Lord. Lord, there are people here tonight that have challenges, maybe have suffered loss in some way. Our heart goes out to them. We we weep with those that weep. We rejoice with those that are rejoicing. Our faith is released in the goodness of God. We serve the God of all comfort. And may the God of all comfort tonight comfort you in your affliction. In the name of Jesus, my heart goes out to you. May the Lord strengthen you. If some things, bad things happen to good people, we don't have to understand everything. We really don't. Some, sometimes we can say the secret things belong to the Lord. We don't understand everything. But, but know this for sure. Know this for sure. God is for you, not against you. He's a loving God, a good God, a forgiving God. He's for you. He wants you to be blessed in your life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Listen, I pray you have a passion tonight to get to know Jesus better. He's a good God. He's a good God. He's worthy of your praise. He's worthy of your consecration. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you and thank you. I pray blessings upon your people in the name of Jesus. Put your hand in your heart and say, I receive God's love, His mercy, His cleansing, His goodness, His mercy. Thank you for loving me, Lord. Thank you for leading me and guiding me and keeping keeping me safe. No sickness, no disease, no calamity shall come upon me. The angels of the Lord are around me. I will say of the Lord, He is my strength. He is my joy, my soon-coming King. Thank you, Father, for this great salvation. Thank you for this encouragement tonight. Thank you for being so good to me, Lord, in the name of Jesus.